This is the Dallas Morning News. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's Wednesday, August 9th. Today's forecast should sound familiar. Mostly sunny skies with a high of 107 and a low of 82. Here are today's headlines. Newly uncovered records show Texas officials ignored warnings that installing anti-migrant buoys in the Rio Grande and concertina wire along the banks violated federal law and a U.S. treaty with Mexico. Those warnings began in December, well before construction started on the controversial river barrier. Two migrants were found drowned near the barrier last week, sparking recriminations from Democrats and migrant advocates. Officials from numerous state agencies were informed over at least seven months that Texas needed federal permission before intruding on federal land or installing barriers in or along the river. Documents obtained from the Border Commission by the Dallas Morning News through an open records request showed that DPS and other Texas entities were put on notice about federal permit and floodplain impact study requirements at least as far back as December 21st, and many times since then. The Justice Department sued Texas last month, demanding removal of the floating barriers and seeking a court order barring any more unauthorized structures along or in the river, and a hearing is scheduled for August 22nd to consider the Justice Department's request to remove the structures while the lawsuit plays out. Up next, computer hackers access the personal information of at least 26,212 Texans in a ransomware attack on the city of Dallas, according to an official disclosure made public Monday on the Texas Attorney General's website, three months after the breach. The city's notice to the Attorney General's office says the data breach included names, addresses, social security numbers, medical information, and health insurance information. The city told the Dallas Morning News the details were reported to the Attorney General's office on Thursday. The disclosure, which is required by law, marks the most detailed information yet about the scope of the cyber attack, which has hampered city services in various ways for months. Dallas officials first told the public about the attack on May 3rd and have cited a criminal investigation as a reason to provide few details in the months since. It's the largest data breach disclosed by a Texas city to the attorney general's office this year, and the tally indicates that the impact reaches far beyond Dallas's around 13,400 employees. In other news, a Mesquite Elementary School teacher has resigned following an investigation by the school district into racially charged statements she made on social media. District spokeswoman Laura Job said Mesquite ISD began investigating the Thompson Elementary School teacher Monday afternoon after someone tagged the campus in a post, which included some of her comments. Job said by Tuesday morning, the teacher resigned. The teacher, who is black, has since deleted her account on social media platform X, formerly Twitter. But screenshots of her posts were still circulating widely on X. In the posts, the teacher complained about her sister dating a white man 
and said she had asked her boyfriend to kill him. In others, she used derogatory terms for white people. And when USC and UCLA announced they were leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten, almost immediately, representatives from SMU, especially David Miller, the chairman of the Board of Trustees, began reaching out to representatives from the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC. The Pac-12 is on the brink of demise. The Big 12 has already added eight other schools, and now the ACC could be ready to add as well. According to multiple people familiar with the situation, SMU has been on the short list of expansion candidates for the ACC for quite some time. One person familiar with the situation theorized that SMU's potential entrance to the ACC could be connected with the possibility of other expansion candidates. Now everyone is waiting for the next move to happen. Could that be SMU getting an invite to a Power 5 conference? As SMU fans have done for over a year now, we will wait and see. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Have a great day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.